0: Columbus 2, Cincinnati Dell. Hey Dutch they were gonna beat us. They're gonna beat us, come
1: on. From the basement of Ruby's on Summit, this is the Pros from Dover a soccer podcast starring a couple of Nord expats proving once and for all that even though you've got cheap microphones and a pretty decent laptop, along with too much free time at a Coda Pass or two, podcasting may still not be for everyone. Hashtag your tweets with hashtag finestkind to join the conversation and bring back the bullpen car.
0: Banana, Rama, Alabama, Hannah, Montana Bandana Bandits extravaganza within Indiana When Eric Vanna and Vanna had Fanny Pax in Savannah And had a fabulous nap in pajamas at the veranda Banana, doo-doo bananas I'm loving them I'm sure Kapoor and Stefani both back me Best flavor of Runts and Laffy Taffy Don't at me All my fan from Santa Ana all the way to Atlanta We're gonna quote Ralph Wiggum and Go, go, go banana, banana. Banana, banana! Put out your hands like patty cake, yeah. and go bananas! We're gonna go banana cakes, and grab a stack and of flapjacks! And welcome, flap in in. It that another edition of Crunch from My name is Matt. I'm Matt. I'm Jim. Hi, how Hi. you doing? Doing well, doing well. Welcome to the uh, welcome to the show. A uh, lot of stuff to talk about in the pro uh, the post hell is real world, and I think we just need to get right into it. Uh, the Columbus crew come in. Um, on Saturday, uh, excuse me, on Sunday. Sunday, uh, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, It's been so long. It's It feels, we didn't get a chance to record this on our normal day because of some work conflicts. And then I basically, the first time, this is, this is just a, just a, um. You know, pull back the curtain. This is 2 o'clock on a Friday that we're recording this, and there's another match tomorrow. because yes. and we're not at Ruby's. We're not at Ruby's. Uh, they, they would not open early for us. <laughs> Darn it. Those monsters. Yes. Uh, I'm just kidding. They're a great local business. Go support them. So what is um, the
1: uh, what is the Crew 2 versus Cincy 2? It's it's Heck is what?
0: Uh, heck is plausible. Heck is plausible. <laughs> uh, so that was the first thing. That was Saturday. <laughs> yeah. uh, Crew 2 pick up a 4-0 <laughs> win in that match, which just... <laughs> I mean, it was fantastic.
1: It was so much fun. Um, So so let me ask you a question. Yes. If Crew 2 played Charlotte FC and beat them, does that mean that Crew 2 would finish third in the Premier League? (laughs) I
0: think according to the math that I've seen on the internet this weekend, that is exactly, or this week, that is exactly true. Um... Jesus, that whole and then somebody, somebody online uh, or one of my actually one of my coworkers this morning talking about how amazing it was that uh, uh, Minnesota United beat Everton. <laughs> and I'm yes. like, I think with last year's squad, uh, a couple of Sunday rec league teams I've had before could have beat Everton, oh, depending on you know. I mean, they they missed out on they, they were the spot above relegation. Yeah, like yes, it's not great.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's
0: not great. Um, But let's talk about the... Let's talk about the Crew 1 match. Um, Yes. The Crew come out... I do want to say, genuinely, Cincinnati played... Played yeah. well in this. They like, played match. well. Yeah, um, they had they had some really good opportunities. They 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 tested the crew. Eloy Room stood on his head during this game. Yeah, I he think the did. defense played incredibly well. Everyone stepped up in this match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cincinnati gets a, a total of nine shots off, only two on target. But the two they got on target, Eloy Room just just Superman that. Yeah, it was unreal. I, that kick save was fantastic. Um, the crew dominate possession in this game. They dominate the amount of shots, 17 shots, four of them on target, two of those shots on target go in. Yeah. Um, hell of a hell of a hell of a match. Um, so I want to talk about Cucho Hernandez. Yeah. Four goals in 90-ish minutes.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Holy goddamn hell!
1: I know, I know. When
0: have you seen a performance like this from a, a new player for the crew, Stern or, John, or a player from the
1: crew, Stern, Stern John? Stern John.
0: I think. I think it's the last. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. I I saw. I saw. Like early on, when when we got Stern John, I saw him come in at the half and score a hat trick. Yeah,
0: that that is fair. That <laughs> yes. is fair. I mean, Stern John, hell of a player.
1: I can yeah. totally. Well, that but makes we, sense. but we have to we have to say that the league was not what it.
0: The league was the league was. Uh, I mean, it's apples and oranges, but at the same time, yeah, you know yeah. that doesn't that doesn't degrade the performance of of Stern John. Right. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. No, but <laughs> I mean,
1: I Babe, Ruth,
0: saying, Babe Ruth was a hell of a baseball player, but I don't think he'd do super well in the majors. That you know, right now he could be a good DH, probably possibly. Yeah, yeah I think that's about it. Yes, maybe a pitcher.
1: Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he he was, was, yeah, you know. yeah. Well, he was—he was like one of the best pitchers in Major League Baseball. Yeah,
0: yeah but yeah. he wouldn't be Babe Ruth. You know what I mean? That's, no, that's he wouldn't. What that's what I'm saying. No, it, it wouldn't is, be Babe a diff- Ruth. It's a different era. Yeah, different ballparks, different everything. The same thing. I mean, you know, to a lesser extent, obviously. Stern John, hell of a player. Um, but you know, it's a different league uh, mm-hmm. than than it was. This guy just—I hope we can keep a hold of him.
1: Yeah, I know. I mean, well, but. <laughs> On the other hand, if we don't keep a hold of him, then we're going to get a hell of a lot of money from him.
0: Yeah. So. Money Money doesn't necessarily win championships. This guy, this guy, I'm just, I'm, I'm salivating. Oh, he's I'm fantastic. salivating at the second half of this season. He is fantastic. All of a sudden. And he is making everybody else on the field better.
1: Well, and that's, see, and that's what the last time we, the last time we talked, or I guess maybe two times, you know. Well, and I think that's what we were talking about a podcast or two ago is that if nothing else while he got it, I mean I know it's sort of silly in the wake of what's happened and what we were just talking about um but in in case Kucho needed a little time to get like, you know, acclimated to the league or whatever. Yeah. At the very least, he would take pressure off our other players, yep. which he's done.
0: Yes. And and I think that, uh, and, and I'm, I'm trying to remember who was saying, I think it might have been Chris Doran or, or one of the other commentators was saying that, you know, you will, we will get to a point where teams are going to learn how to defend him a little bit better. I don't think this is going to be, I don't think we're going to have this level of production for the rest of the season from him. No. like I would like it. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't complain about it at all. Um, but I think that... He is going to cause the rest of this team to step up and and continue to take these chances and continue to i mean there this game could have been looking at some of the crew um the near misses that we had um i can't remember who kucho made a cross and then uh, was it was it etienne that was coming in or who was coming in on the slide um i think it was etienne i think yeah. it was and and just just a second just, you know half a second Of difference. And that's just getting comfortable. That's just knowing where, where everybody is and that sort of stuff. And, 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 um, it it was great, uh, forethought and great positioning by Etienne. It was just off by a beat. Um, and I think that we get more and more of those. This could have been a three nothing game. This could have been a four nothing game. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, this could have been, could have been a two-two. two-two game. It could have been a two-two game if if Eli Brown yeah. didn't didn't play as well as he did, and the defense didn't step it up. I don't. I want to give credit to the whole defense there because I think uh, Williams played a hell of a game. All those guys on the back line played played very well. Do we
1: know why Williams started?
0: I don't know why he start. I mean, I think it's. I think he was just up. Okay. Fair yeah. Enough. Didn't he start? He, he started in the last couple games, didn't he? I can't remember the. I game think before. he's been starting. Okay. Yeah. I okay. Think, I think I'm. I'm you know, I have the whole—it's
1: uh, not—it's not, it's not that repository
0: big of human knowledge in my pocket, but um, I'm lazy. So um, but you know what? <laughs> Don't brag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I, there's there's that um, the Zelloran penalty. Yeah, um, I I like to see we
1: had left by then.
0: Yeah, yeah. I wasn't
1: I, feeling so great, so we I, left by. then. I
0: liked the fact that Zelarayan got off of his uh, got off the Schneid as, as it was and, yeah. and scored a goal. It's been it's been a, a while for mm-hmm. him and it's good to just even even though it's a penalty to just just get that goal out of the way um and kind of hopefully hopefully that aids in in a bit of production for him obvious handball in the box by Cincinnati well, sure. um it sure. was it was uh there there was really no debating that nothing else that the uh uh nothing else the ref could have done yeah. in, in that situation <laughs> it's it's you know you mm-hmm. you Wild wacky inflatable action figure arm, <laughs> arm wave in the in the box in the yes. box the ball strikes your arm it's not hand to, it's it's not ball to hand it's a, it's a hand ball yes. and um that's it so that's hell is real
1: yeah I know um can I can I just put a a not so silver lining on this wonderful golden cloud yes so this is a concern that I have with the team in that Nagby and Mensa. Aside, yeah, because the, the whole thing is kind of debatable. Our two best creative players, shall we say, yeah, are both quite young, yeah. That's great, but it means that they don't really provide leadership, mm-hmm. which is something that we got from both. I, you know, I hate that, like, I hate to say this, and I'm interrupting myself, but we got leadership. From Scalotto, and we got leadership from Iguain. Mm-hmm. They were incredibly talented players on the field, but they were also leaders on the field. And I yeah. don't see either Zellerian or Cucho being that for us. I, I get where you're coming from, but I don't yeah. think they need to be. I mean, possibly. I don't think they need
0: to be. Is is I mean, and, and Zellerian's thirty. He's not. Evil. Oh, I
1: was for some reason I was thinking he was like twenty six or twenty seven.
0: No, no, Her, uh, Hernandez Cucho is is twenty three. Oh. He is he is very young, but Zuniga
1: thirty. Um, okay, I thought he was like two or three years younger. No,
0: and and you're not, you're not going to have. I mean, Cucho. It's one of those things. I, I think he he's definitely going to be a, a, a you know a, a presence in the. He's already he's a he's a presence on the field. He's super excited to be here. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's. I love the fact that he ran right over to. The corner in front of the Cincinnati fans when he scored oh, the goal. Oh, it was beautiful. And 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 I love the fact that he's already embracing that that whole you know everything everything as far as that goes. Yeah. But I I, um,
1: you know what I'm thinking. Zellaryan was twenty seven when we signed him. When we signed him, yes. yes. It's been a few years. <laughs> time stands time does not stand still. I well, it's it feels like the last two and a half years have basically just pressed pause on everything. Yeah,
0: no, that's true. <laughs> I get it. I totally get where you're coming from. I, I absolutely you know, this, this game was was fantastic and um it it uh Yeah. Yeah. Ticked all the boxes for me. Yes. Uh, it, t- it ticked all the boxes. Um, I am looking forward to it and we'll talk about it soon. We've got another one right away. I know. Tomorrow. Um, we're playing, playing New England tomorrow, mm-hmm. um, which New England is, uh, you know, they're not Cincinnati. I-, I can tell you that much, but they're not, um, you know. Uh, they're not Philly either. They're not Philly. Uh, <laughs> yes. That's... <laughs> We'll talk about them uh, here at the end of the uh, show, but uh, let's take a break. Uh, we're going to come back and then we'll go around the league uh, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, stick around with the pros from Dover. And we're back in a segment two of the pros from Dover. My name is Matt. That is Jim.
1: Hey, Matt. So yeah, there's something I wanted to run by you. Um, uh huh. So as as most people, probably yeah, everybody who's listening to this knows. Um, we we shipped uh, Miguel Berry to DC United. We did, yes. We did. Um, and they're welcome to him, but
0: <laughs> I, you and I have differences differences of opinion on this as well. I think let's get into this, and then let's get into your your concern. I think I think um, he is a good player, and I think he's going to continue to be a good player. Um, I don't think that uh, with our newest acquisition that we I, I... we have room for him anymore. Yeah, and and he's a better player. Um, I'm going to rephrase the way that I that I, yes. the way that I'm saying this. He is a seasoned enough player. He does not need to be playing for a second tier team for us. He needs to be playing. He needs to be starting yes. for a top flight team. Okay. Um and and so to to keep him um essentially on our reserve team in order to to keep him in the fold is not allowing him to develop as a player.
1: I don't disagree. I guess I guess the way that I would put it and this is I don't know depending upon how you feel about this Either slightly kind or slightly unkind. Yeah, uh, I will miss him slightly less than I miss Dominic Oduro or Emilio Renteria.
0: That's fair. I miss um, Emilio <laughs> Renteria every day. Well, I have, every yeah. day. Yes, I have that shrine set up in my basement. I,
1: I know. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> um, but go ahead, go. no. Well, so what I what I wanted to talk about was so um, I have certainly nothing against Barry personally, and he either tweeted or posted on Instagram you know, how much he loved Columbus and he appreciated the support that he got here and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And a lot of fans replied and reached out. And I wonder if there is some sort of criterion to determine when that sort of like when a former player who is, who has gone to a direct rival yeah, it's specifically is, st- will always be part of the family mm-hmm. or is now just somebody who, um, uh, what's the, um, now you're
0: just somebody that I used to
1: know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm still convinced that Gautier is actually Sting wearing a Gautier costume. <laughs> but, <laughs> anyway, He's
0: four Gautiers in a trench coat. Yes. four Stings in a trench coat is
1: what but, I meant to but say though. Okay. So for, for a, Perfect example of the former Yeah, is Harrison Offal. Yeah. I mean, Harrison Awful was with this team for several seasons.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He helped us win a title. Yes. And he is, by all accounts, just an absolutely wonderful person. Yeah. Okay. So, that's on the one... I cannot... I cannot on the
0: top of the top. And, and and then Jim's like, and Miguel Barry's a bastard. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. no I guess like... I guess what
1: I'm saying is, to me, Miguel Barry is is on the he's like an on the fence sort of thing. There's there's no reason to have any hostility or to boo him. Yeah, no. When he comes he's not to,
0: Rich yeah, he's not Rich Fulton. Yeah, that, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan's Ryan's in the other room. Yeah, uh, um,
1: <laughs> but but on the other hand, I don't consider him to be something like. I mean like Harrison Awful or something like yeah. that. And what made me what made me think about this a little bit was um not only the outpouring of, of good support for Barry as he left, but there was some Twitter poll um the other day and it was do you consider Raheem Sterling a Man City legend? Uh-huh. And well, you know, Man City's won a lot of titles and not just because of Raheem Sterling. And Sterling was actually at Man City longer than I thought and he mm-hmm. scored he scored something like I don't know like 70 goals in 189 games. Or, I mean so that's pretty damn good. But I would not consider Raheem Sterling a Manchester City legend. Yeah. I mean I don't have a I don't have a you know, a dog in this fight or anything like that. But I'm just wondering at what point is someone always going to be part of the family? I mean, Justin Miram is always going to be part of the family.
0: I don't think that... <laughs> I don't think that it's... I, don't, I I think that you're reading way too much into this.
1: I, I you know that, what? I spend a lot of time trying to get to sleep at night. And,
0: and I'm <laughs> trying to... And I was trying to pull up, um, because, because I've got two... And, and this is something we've, we've touched on before. Um... But I think that it still kind of rings true. Two two points on this. Number one is that um, I think that Miguel Berry was a was a good player. Um, yeah, is a good player. Uh, sure. Was a good player for was. us. Yeah, um, uh, did what he was asked to do. Um, could have could have performed better in certain circumstances, yeah. of course. Um, and was an all around good guy. Uh, I'm not gonna boo him oh, when, gosh he, no. when he comes back when he comes back and plays. I'll probably the first time he's announced at, at at the next game against DC if if he starts, starts yeah, I'll applaud him. Yeah, yeah, and, sure. And that's the end of the story. That's the end of the yeah, story. Yeah. I it's the it's it's he is he's not Frankie Haddock. he's <laughs> no. not Stern John, he's not Guillermo Barros he's yes. not um Duncan Outen. Yes. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, he is a he is a And I, but I think that especially in this day and age of um. You know everything's on social media. Everything's everything's, and even more so plugged in than it, than it was five years ago, ten years ago. That it's it's just. I think a lot of people, and especially with the players being on being so involved in social media, I think it's just a lot of hey, good luck to you in your future. I it's yeah. The, it's the same thing when um Ezra Hendri- Ezra Hendrick- well, Hendrickson got yeah, the coaching Ezra. job in Chicago. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't want Ezra Hendrickson to win a single game in Chicago. But, but, but the guy's great, mm-hmm. and, and I got nothing but respect
1: for well, him. And you know I'm what? never going to
0: boo Ezra Hendrickson. Well, this, even uh, even if even if he's as in his capacity as the head coach of Chicago, one of the teams I hate the most, I'm not going to boo Ezra
1: Hendrickson. So, th- okay, I, I'm I'll boo his players. I'm going to disagree with you mm-hmm. in, in that. What I want is I want Ezra Hendrickson to win enough games at Chicago so he gets a head coaching job at a team I don't hate.
0: Yeah, but that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, <laughs> yes. that's 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 a better that's a better assessment there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but here is my secondary follow up question on this, um, because I think that this is this is the real question. Hmm. Do crew fans that have not been around as long as we have, um, mm-hmm. and you've been around a lot longer than I have. Um, uh, it's you know, following the team and, and going to well, matches sure, and yeah. stuff like that.
1: Is DC really a rival for us anymore? Well, you know, this is something else that I wonder about. I mean, I, okay, I consider them a rival at this point. I can, baseline, because they're in the same conference as us.
0: That is fair. No, and in, 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 there is a difference between a um, match that we need to win and a rivalry match. Right. I would consider... In MLS, and this is my own personal list. And this is this is the weird the weird thing because I was talking to somebody about this. Um, um, it was uh, Eric Edelson and, and Molly Arbogast. I was sure. I was hanging out with them before the before the game um, before the, the game against Cincinnati, and I and I think Molly agreed with me on this that I consider um, and I was being. Somewhat facetious, but not really, because one of my friends had posted um, something about the crew beating um, uh, or Cincinnati beating the crew in the first Open Cup match that we played against them when they were when they were a USL team. And I was my reply was that you obviously don't follow like that must have been so humiliating. And I'm like, you obviously don't follow the US Open Cup. We we lost to Detroit this year. I know. Like it's yeah. it's losing to a minor league team is not a new thing. It's no. happened a lot, and it's going to continue to happen. Yeah. Um. Because a it's a one game knockout tournament. B it's a coin flip on where we play the games. And C we don't play our starters most of the time in the first round. So it's it's you're never gonna have you're never gonna have that guarantee of success with these with these um uh you know lower tier teams on the table. But I consider the Dayton Dutch Lions a bigger rival when it comes to that than Cincinnati. I consider the Dayton Dutch Lions match worse because they killed Eddie Gavin. Yeah. I hate the Dayton Dutch Lions, as far as in-state rivals, more than I hate FC Cincinnati.
1: So, uh, if we're talking about rivalries that have to do with the U.S. Open Cup.
0: Yeah.
1: And the fact that we pretty much always lose to a minor league team in the U.S. Open Cup. Yeah. I'm less mad at... The whatever second third division team that we lose to in the U.S. Open Cup, I'm more mad at the fact that our team doesn't take the U.S. Open Cup seriously per, enough to 100%, win it. Yeah,
0: teams. <laughs> no, I, I completely agree with you there. But but <laughs> I, going on that, so I don't know if your casual crew fan, and I think this would be an interesting poll to do, and I might do this on. The crew Discord or the crew Reddit yeah. at some point next week because I think that this would be a very interesting, um, just to survey people that are like in their twenties or people that came to the team later than um, like post post twenty ten like like that. that well, sort of you know stuff. what? Okay, because Chicago's been shit since then.
1: Well, okay. So what we could actually do is that we could create. An actual poll to yeah. ask questions like, "What is your age? When did you start following the crew? Yes. Um, do you consider DC a rival? Do yes. you consider Chicago a rival? Yes. That and then and then we can actually get some some real info.
0: I think that would be a good. I think that yeah. would be a good. Um, yeah. Let
1: me let me. Think that's a good project for you. Yeah, I know it's a very good project. It's <laughs> a me. good project for you. I like it. Yeah. I like it. It's, so I, some homework for you. I just want to I just want to wrap this up by saying. I would never boo a former Crew player mm-hmm. unless they were clearly a malcontent when they were here, or they mad they badmouthed the team and or the city. So Kai Kamara, <laughs> you know, I <laughs> I mean, sure. I mean,
0: I mean, he did all that. <laughs> he did all that. Yeah, he did all that. Yeah, but uh, I, I don't, I don't really, I, don't, I, I don't really I, I, care about Kai Kamara that much. I just think it was. Fun. There's so something. Was I
1: mean, there's something a little odd about a guy who's played for so many teams.
0: Yeah, I mean. You know, but it is. What it a, is what yeah, it is. yeah, yeah. But that's really all right, I got. Let's about do that. a quick whip around the league, um, just to uh, just yeah. to do that, and then we'll talk a little bit about. I think we'll just do two segments today, because because we've just got the the New England match. After that, it's gonna be a bit of a short one. Yeah, I still have a bunch of stuff I have to do today, work wise. So, um, but Philly uh, on top of New England, two to one. Philly is just steamrolling through this league right now. I know. And, they're fantastic. Um, yeah, they're really good, and uh, they're gonna. We'll see what happens with that. Two to one over New England, which is good for us. Yep. Um, Montreal uh, picks up a red card, but still beats Toronto mm-hmm. by a score of one to nil in their big rivalry week game. Mm-hmm. Um, huge rivalry week uh, matchup: Minnesota versus DC United. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, you, don't you mean Chicago and Seattle? <laughs> yeah, the Loons beat uh, Loons beat DC uh, two to nothing. Uh, Chicago and Seattle. The Chicago Fire. I know. Like, giant killers over here. One to nothing
1: at home against the Sounders. You know, I just realized another reason to hate the fire. Uh-huh. Other than they were, you know, like...
0: They're doing what they ask. You're Ezra Hendrickson is doing exactly what you ask him to do. He's getting enough but, games but to not I get fired. You know, I
1: just... <laughs> when you said fire, I just flashed back to all those matches... At Historic Crucialium 2, mm-hmm. where, you know, I don't know, 50 or 100 people would come down from Chicago. And the best they could do in the way of chanting was, fire, fire, yeah. over and over again for 45 goddamn minutes.
0: Yeah, I, I don't understand why, to this day, that the Chicago Fire has not used um, uh, Biffy Clyro, a match, and some petrol as a actual, real Soccer song. Yeah. The chorus is just, I'm a fire and I'll burn, burn, burn tonight. And it's just that and repeat, you dipshits.
1: Or how about this? How about the Bruce Springsteen song that the Pointer Sisters recorded? Uh But when we score, I'm on fire. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um,
0: Colorado uh, beats the Gals uh, 2-0. Um, Dallas and Austin tie, 1-1, and Miami beats Charlotte uh, by a score of 3-2. to So um, that means
1: Miami, who are one of the worst teams in the league, are the third best team in the Premier League. Yeah, by the transitive property. Yes, exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Miami, did you see how, um, uh, what's his name, uh, Phil Neville said that their friendly against Barcelona was the most important match in their history? Yeah. 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 What a moron. They're, yeah, it's a bunch of... <laughs>
0: bunch of malarkey um all right then we've got um atlanta united and orlando on sunday uh drawing one one uh city beats red bull by one to nil on sunday we beat cincinnati obviously la beats nashville two to one uh salt lake beats the sporks three to nothing dynamo beats san jose two to one and portland beats vancouver excuse me draws vancouver by a score of one to one. So not a terribly interesting weekend outside of a few matches. Yeah. I mean, a lot I, of um, you know, a lot of a lot of teams really resting up for those super important European friendlies. I know, yes. I mean yes. Jesus Christ.
1: So I guess uh, you know, I think one of the most significant matches for us is Chicago beating uh Seattle. Yeah, that's
0: yeah. I mean that's that's big. It didn't do much to pull them out of the basement. Um they did not raise they they were on twenty points, they're on twenty-third. Or twenty three points that kept them in twelfth place. Yeah, um, I know they are. Uh, so the, it's it's a very tight, um, you know, it's a very tight like like cusp of the playoffs. We are now in sixth place. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati is in seventh. We have a game in hand. We on have them. a game in hand on both them and Charlotte, who's in eighth. Um, right. We have a, and we have a game in hand on Orlando. Who is in fifth? So one point above us with thirty points. Um, that game against uh, Orlando City. So realistically, when this all shakes out, I mean, it's it could be a net positive of of you know six points, yeah which, yeah, which would essentially if that if we had that at this point would put us on thirty five points, which would put us in third. Yeah. Um.
1: This is not beyond the realm of possibility. No,
0: I I do. I think we're gonna catch up with Philadelphia. Absolutely not. Um, they're they're 10 points ahead of us at this oh, point. Oh, I, I I don't think that's reasonable. Um, I don't think that's right. They're playing lights out. They've only lost two matches the entire season. Yeah. I mean um, the only
1: hope that the league has really is if they run out of gas.
0: Yeah. The NYCFC same thing. Yeah. NYCFC, or I'm
1: sorry if they run out of Philly cheesesteaks.
0: Yes. NYCFC <laughs> as well. NYCFC on 38 points. They've lost a lot more uh games. They've lost four total games. Mm-hmm. Um but uh yeah, they've won more. So yeah. they're 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 playing just as well. Um, but then you, you go... It's it's the exact same thing that I've been saying for probably two months now. Is that the only teams with positive goal differentials in the East are the top three teams and Columbus. Uh, yes, I know.
1: That is... We're at plus five since he's at minus five. Yes. That's so weird.
0: Um, Red Bull at plus eight, NYCFC and Philly at plus 18.
1: Yeah.
0: Which is why they're in first and second place. Yes. But then you look, Montreal negative one uh, in fourth place. Orlando negative four at fifth place. Uh, Cincy at negative 5 at 7th, Charlotte negative 2 at 8th, Miami negative 9, New England negative 2, Atlanta negative 2, Chicago negative 6, Toronto negative 13, and D.C. negative 16.
1: So let me ask you, because I do not remember, um, and you have, well, you know, you have the sum of human knowledge no longer in your pocket but on my dining room table. Um, What was the score when we played Philly?
0: Uh, it's a great question. I can pull that up in just because a second. Because
1: my, my suspicion is that one of the reasons why we're the one of the only teams in the East with a positive goal differential is that, I want to say, didn't we play Philly like really early? 0, zero yeah. on the third. Yes. um And then I think we've played... Have okay, we played, we played them like ranches? really early in the season.
0: Yes, and we lost one nothing Yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: And so this is a reason why we have a positive goal differential and most other teams in the East don't this is my hypothesis because we played well well because we played well against Philly and nobody else does <laughs> well we played
0: well against Philly but we also um, I mean we lost 2 nothing to NYCFC in New York um, have yeah have we played yeah. them at home yet we have not played them at home yet Um, so that's, I mean, that's, that's, I just, I just
1: think that Philly's running up the score against other teams in the East and they didn't do it against us.
0: (laughs) Well, and then look at, this is the other thing that you need to, you need to look at when you talk about positive and negative goal differentials is that the Seattle Sounders are in ninth place in the Western Conference and everyone above them, with the exception of Nashville has a positive goal differential. Yeah. Nashville is on zero. They're even. Mm-hmm. Um, the only teams with negative goal differentials in the West are Vancouver, Houston, Colorado, San Jose, and Sporting. Vancouver and Sporting. Vancouver on negative 11. Sporting on negative 19. Yeah. Everybody else is in single negative digits. The, the, the logic there is that the West is beating the East a little bit more and that the West yeah. is a bit more scrappy. Mm-hmm. Um, we look at it. I mean, LAFC... And Austin, uh, number one and number two in the league right now. Um, Philadelphia and New York, number three and number four, and then it uh, goes out. Actually, both Red Bull and Salt Lake are both on thirty-three points. So the third-place teams
1: yeah. are on the same amount of points. I'm just I'm thinking back to this tennis, this male tennis player from the '70s who he was noted for like winning. Five set matches with the score of something like seven five love six six three love six six four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like when when he lost a set, he lost big. Yeah, lost <laughs> so, massive. Yeah, and so, <laughs> and so he would he would win a five set match and having lo- having won fewer games than his opponent. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I gotta so before we stop with the whip around. Yeah. I want to ask you something. Or I want to mention something and I ask you something because I don't watch. I, I don't watch Cincinnati. I mean, I, there's why would I do mm-hmm. that to myself? But so Brandon Vasquez has ten goals. He is tied for sixth in the league in in goals scored. The leader is Valentin Castellanos uh, at NYCFC with thirteen. So he's not that far behind. Yeah. Five of those goals are penalty kicks. Penalty goals. Yeah. And so. I'm not going to get into an argument with anybody ever again about whether penalty goals should, you know, oh well, you know, he led the league in scoring, but you know, half of them were on penalties. That's not my point. Yeah. My point is, since he seemed, <clears throat> based on this, they seem to get an inordinate number of penalties. Uh huh. Yeah. And I'm just wondering about this. Do you have any insight in that?
0: Um, it's a good question. I mean, they they
1: was was cause they don't seem like a team that if if you're if if you're going to detect bias in refereeing yeah you know if you're going to say there's this conspiracy that certain teams get more penalties than others then that conspiracy is going to be that like the LA teams are going to get more penalties well, or they, something it, like that and certainly not Cincinnati.
0: No, Cincinnati, I mean they definitely do and they if you but if you looked at their their fans social media they they've not had a you know penalty in the f- entire history of their team cuz they 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 seem to think everything's a penalty. Um
1: yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, there are certain fan bases that I won't name, that I am among, though, yeah. that seem to think that every foul by an opposing player should be a yellow card.
0: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Yellow's a pretty color. Yeah. Um, I, You know, I, I, I don't know the answer to that. I don't... I, I mean, PKs p- 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 are goals. I mean, I, that's, well, that's just dumb. Well, I'm but. just
1: wondering if there is... And I'm not saying that they're, like, they're, they're diving in the box or anything like that. I'm just wondering, is there something about the way they play...
0: I have not watched enough of Cincinnati okay, this yeah. year to, to give you a good answer to this question, yeah. um, to be completely honest with you. Um, but it's a good question. Let's let's look at some stuff maybe this weekend. Yeah, and, yeah. And we'll come back. We'll let's table that, and, and we'll come back to it, because I think that is a good question. Um, let's talk about the New England game real quick, and then let's get out of here. Uh, yeah, 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 we, yeah, Because yeah. we have a short week, and uh, we'll, we'll only give the people about 35 minutes they have to listen to instead of an hour and a half.
1: Well, yeah, but we're not going to talk about politics this time, are we? No, I don't think so. True. Okay, yeah. So. So, so, so we're playing New England. We are
0: playing New England, a team that has not won a game since June nineteenth. Um, <laughs> yes. So they have in their last uh, two, their last four matches, two losses, two draws. Their last two matches, two losses, um, and those both coming away. Um, they're on a or. Yes, they're both coming away. Yeah. Um, they have only played one. They've not played a lot of home games. They're on a they're on a pretty decent road trip here. Uh, July 9th in New York, uh, July sixteenth mm. in Philly, and then they're coming to Columbus. Uh, they go home against Toronto after this, but um, they're 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 going to be looking to stop the bleeding um, because yeah. they're they're definitely they're definitely crashing out right now, pretty hard. Yeah. Well, um,
1: I know of another team that went probably a two-month period of time without winning a game. Mm-hmm. Um, and now they're doing fairly well, and I think you know who I'm talking about. Has New England picked up a Premier League striker in the last couple
0: of I don't of weeks? think so. Then That's, I think we're okay. Yeah, I think we're fine. I think <laughs> yeah. we're fine. This is gonna be, um, I think this is going to be kind of the, the second home game for, for Tucho. Um, yeah. A you know fourth game in, in general. I think he starts. I think he plays the majority of the game this time. Because yeah. he played a good amount with in the Cincinnati game. Um, I think we just I think we keep running that you know just running the offense through through Zelleran and Chucho until a team shows us that we need to do something different yeah why not because that works um, yes that's <laughs> let's let's ride this thing into November baby yes <laughs> see uh, what happens I
1: can't remember who it was but it was some I go back to tennis um, some tennis legend it may have been Tony Traber. it may have been uh, Bud Collins mm-hmm. but the axiom is uh, never change a winning game, always change a losing game.
0: Yep, that is that is 100% true. So we'll see what happens yeah. on uh, Saturday. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, we are the Pros from Dover, and we will check you next week.
1: The Pros from Dover are Matt Goshert and Jim Bach. The show is presented by Grotesquely Swollen Jaw Productions. Follow us on Twitter at Dover 96 If you like the show, tell a friend or write a review. If you didn't, well, no one cares about your opinion now. Intro and outro music is Banana Cake by Schaefer the Dark Lord and is used with permission. Check him out at Schaefer the Dark Lord. That's S-C-H-A-F-F-E-R, thedarklord.com. Questions, comments, or thoughts? Email the show at proscomeDover96 at oh,
0: Banana Nana, put out your hands like patty cake, and go bananas, we're gonna go banana cakes, and grab a stack of flapjacks, that your nana makes. Oh, we've got banana cake, full-on banana cake. Banana nana, put out your hands like patty cake, and go bananas, we're gonna go banana cakes, and grab a stack of flapjacks,
1: that your nana makes. Oh, gone banana cake, full-on banana cake. Banana nana 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 nana